hookup culture. <laughs> what is up, my cubbies? It's your girl, Chris Linehart, and welcome back to the hookup culture. Okay, this episode's called Anti Valentine. So, first on the agenda, I'm gonna be speaking to my beautiful, beautiful cubbies, my beautiful souls. And if you're new to this cast and you're new to this podcast, welcome. I call all of my followers and all of my listeners cubbies because I'm Chris Linehart, and you guys are my followers, and I think you guys are all my, my cubbies. I wanna protect you guys, I wanna ride with you guys, I wanna go through this journey together. So, welcome, welcome. Um, I can't wait to get to know you more. Um, if you haven't already messaged me and spoken to me, I am an open soul. I will listen to everyone with no bias, no judgment, anything love related, anything that I could help uplift you in any way, please message me on HK underscore culture on my Instagram. I have so much fun talking to all walks of life around the world. And thank you so much for taking the time to listen to me. Okay, let's jump right into it. So anti-Valentine, for my cubbies that are going through a breakup, for my cubbies that didn't have one, for my cubbies that felt like, you know, they haven't experienced the the magnitude of love that they they want to feel in this walk of life. Hey, it's okay. I want you to take a deep breath. And I just want you to release every negative thought that's making you feel unworthy of the beauty of love. Because since the day that you came out of the womb, you have been loved and adored by people that you don't even know. You don't even know the impact you made on everyone that was around you the day you were born. And you and, and you don't know the magnitude of how important your presence is to this world and how we are all connected. And I thank you so much for waking up every single day, even on your hardest days, and walking through life with me. Because without your energy, I wouldn't exist. Whether I know you or I don't know you, I know that much. And if you're taking the time to listen to this and you're really working on yourself, you got to know how much you're trying to better yourself. You got to give yourself credit. Not everybody does the work. Not everybody picks up a, bu- a book or a pot. Um, whoa. listens to a podcast or takes the time to just heal these parts of themselves. And you're doing that every single day every single day. And I thank you. And I love you from the bottom of my heart. And when you're not looking, there's five or six admirers everywhere all day. You impact this world on such a high level. And I cannot wait to see what everybody in this lifetime has to offer. I just want you to know that just because you didn't feel that love from a specific individual or, you know, a romantic partner on this day, doesn't mean that you're not worthy of that. You are you are so freaking worthy, it's not even funny. And I, I think that the most beautiful part about love is that it's one of the things that we don't need to We don't need to see it. We don't need to touch it. We feel it, right? So for you to even connect with anyone on any sort of level is love. And that's what I want you to understand. Every single day is Valentine's Day, especially for me. I mean, you already know your girl loves love. You already know I could talk about this stuff all day, every day. But the the beauty of love is this, the one person that you've loved since the the moment you've been born, the one person that you've done everything in this life to protect and to to, to get dressed and to get through it and to survive is you. You have been loving yourself since jump and to let anyone come in and and get the best parts of you, you being vulnerable enough to do that, 
that is so beautiful in itself. And if you haven't given anyone the chance to do that, hey, it's okay. It's because you're guarding yourself and you're protecting yourself because your love is so precious. It's all about the perspective that you have on yourself. And that in itself is beauty, right? So when I started this podcast, I told all of you that my my goal is to get you guys to fall in love with love again. And especially in this hookup culture, especially in this generation and this day and age, you guys, the whole object is for you to have a different perception of what love is. And that that starts from you right and instead of blaming yourself and going why did that individual pick someone else why why did i break up with them why am i going through this why 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 cool i'll give you five to ten minutes to have a pity party then i'm going to tell you to tell yourself it is never your fault okay okay it is (laughs) i'm not gonna also i don't want you to walk away never taking accountability for your actions that is completely different but what i mean by that is don't project yourself onto others and what i mean by that is maybe the person an individual or individuals to my polyamorous people um maybe they just you have so much authenticity and genuine vibes that maybe they just weren't ready to receive that that doesn't mean there's something wrong with them that just means that they have a lot of work to do on themselves don't take that personal do not take it personal when someone rejects you. Do not take it personal when someone hurts you or causes you pain because nobody's out there trying to hurt you. Nobody, no matter what you say, whether you're the most skeptic, logical person or you're the most naive, romantic that I know. And I'm somewhere in between, you know? And and I know for a fact that once you li- once you reach a level of emotional maturity, you could confidently come out of situations understanding that nine times out of 10, um, the person just isn't knowing how to communicate, which is what I'm going to get to. This is what I'm rolling into, right? So relationships. There's a lot of people that I've encountered and friends and family that they don't know how to tell their partner that there's a lack, right? Because you don't want to be in that lack mentality, but at the same time, you also want to be realistic and, and understand that it doesn't necessarily mean your partner doesn't love you or isn't in love with you. It just means that you're not communicating really what you need. And then you're saying, well, I shouldn't have to. Okay. Well, that's ridiculous because if something was bothering your partner, I know for a fact, you would want them to communicate that with you because your intention is never to hurt them. Now, when it starts getting spiteful and there's malice and there's revenge and there's all those things, yeah, now you're in a toxic relationship. But the one thing that I could assure you that you can get through is figuring out with your partner how much they can do and what they can do differently to make sure you're feeling the love and what in return you can do to make sure that they are also maintaining that attraction, maintaining that level, maintaining that passion and being really realistic about what it is right? Because a lot of times we get ourselves into relationships and situationships and we don't want to call it what it is. We want to sit there and lie to ourselves and say, no, it's because I'm in love with him. I love him. I can't leave him or I can't leave her, vice versa. However you choose to identify, you know, I'm here for it. But there's there's a big stigmatism with not communicating how you feel and how to do it without thinking that your partner doesn't love you. That's a huge accusation, And you really got to be confident in saying that and being in love and love are two different, there's two different things, right? So on days like this, when I'm like, man, you know, I kind of wish I came home to like a bed full of roses and some candles and let's get the romance going. You don't have to care about Valentine's day, but it's something nice. I would appreciate that. Not even like something material, just like a, like a rose that you picked walking down the street or like you wrote me a love letter and that that's cost little to nothing. Just making sure your person feels that, that special connection 
That's how do I communicate with my partner without putting them down? I'll explain it to you. So you want to start the conversation with a lot of positive affirmations on who they are. And I know you guys are thinking, I'm not going to stroke their ego, blah, blah, blah. Put that away. Put down, put down your sass. Okay. I'm all about it. Normally I would cheer you on, but not in this, not in this case. Okay. Cause we're trying to get to what you want and what you're going to get out of your partner. So the first thing you want to do start an open-ended conversation like, Hey, um, you know, I, I know that you're fully capable of making me feel certain things. And I, and you, you always do. Um, however, there's, there's things that I want to actually, you know what, I'm going to retract that because I don't want to say always, cause always is just always and never are two words that I don't like using myself. So I'm not going to advise it, but you, you could, you know, be really kind to them, you know, tell them what they want to hear. I'll give you an example. If I'm speaking to my partner, I'd be like, you know, babe, um, I really appreciate everything you do to me, do for me on the daily basis. Um, I just feel like there's something that uh, is really important to me that I feel like you're more than capable of doing. Um, and I, I'd really appreciate it. And it would make me feel really good if you did like the little things. And I'm not trying to change you as a person. I just want you to understand that a relationship is all about growth and growing together. And there's things that you could be doing that's going to make me feel more special. And, and you already do. And I do feel that way. However, there's things that I would really appreciate more of in our relationship. How does that sound? What are the chances of your partner getting into defense mode? And if they do, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, um, you're just going to hear them out, calm them down and say, we could have this conversation when you're ready to accept what I'm saying and not fight me because I'm not attacking you. Um, and then just kind of get them off of that defense mode, right? And there's a lot of words that trigger people into defense mode. It's when they're feeling attacked or they, they're, they're getting upset because you have a perception of them that they don't want you to have. But in order, they're not understanding that in order for you not to have that perception or they're probably getting frustrated that why you even have that perception in the first place. And in that case, you always want to hit them with, well, this is this is the actions that you took that made me feel this way. And if there's anything that I can do and I can control in my reactions or how I can help you receive that love and how you feel, please tell me because a relationship is not all about you. And I need you to understand that there's two people here involved. And if you can't handle that and this is going to be your world and I'm living in it, this is no longer a dick uh, this is no longer a relationship it's a dictatorship and i'm not here for it and that's that that's that being powerful in your words without insulting them right and if they think oh well, being a dictator is insulting if they want to go down the immature route and kind of decoy past everything that you say then that's something obviously that you need to start asking yourself if this person's not on my level of maturity and emotional intellect what am i really doing in this relationship and that's that's a completely different conversation for another day but this this episode i mainly want you guys to understand it's more than possible for you to get your partner to understand what your expectations are without putting them down, without making them feel like they aren't already making you feel the way that you like, right? Without hurting their feelings. And it, honestly, if they play victim and they gaslight you and they turn this whole thing around, listen, there is a lot more to say in how someone reacts and how they treat situations than there is to say on their actions on a day-to-day -day basis. 
And what I mean by that is I tell everybody, if you're gonna talk to me about your relationship, tell me about it. Tell me about when it's bad and how you handle it because that's what makes and breaks the relationship. Not when it's good, it's good. Cause I don't wanna hear that crap either. When you guys are making out, when you guys are having sex, when you guys are on the day-to-day basis and you're up there each other's asses and that's exactly what they want and you're doing everything they want. So you're happy, right? And then you convince yourself you're happy. That's not a relationship to me. You're literally in someone else's world and you're just living by their rules. When you tell me that, hey, I'm communicating, I'm letting them know I want some flowers. I want a note. I want some freaking candles. I want some flowers. I said flowers twice because they mean (laughs) I like flowers. Okay. Um, But you know, when you're doing that and they're not being defensive and they're being open and and receptive to what you're saying and you got to feel them out, you know, don't avoid the conversation just because they're not in a good mood or they had a long day or they're tired or they're going through things. Everyone's always going through things. Don't ever get to the point where you feel sorry for your partner, you know, because they're, they're adults, I'm hoping. Right. So you guys are more than capable of keeping the relationship, keeping the rapport between you two, maintaining that respect, R-E-S-P-E-C-T, okay, between you two, there is a line and that's your line and you cross it, but you can have this conversation. You can, and it's not, it's not impossible, you know? And I feel like what I came across a lot yesterday was, you know, people venting to me on my social media and telling me like, hey, you know, I really wanted this, I wanted that. And it was a consistent theme and that's why I'm mentioning it. And then we have... Um, you know, the cubbies that are, you know, going through it, they're going through a breakup and they're just, they're really upset. And then we had my cubbies that were very, very happy, you know, uh, they got everything they wanted and they were open and happy. And I, and I asked them, what is the key to that? And every single last one says communication, making sure my partner feels that love, feels that appreciation, feels that comfort and care. And then there's nothing that they wouldn't do back in return for me. And if it, and that's what makes that success in that relationship is that equal 50, 50, I'm in this hundred percent. You're in this hundred percent, whether you're polyamorous or monogamous, I don't really care. You can give a hundred percent of yourself to whoever you just got to commit to it and make sure that they feel satisfied but in the meantime make sure that their 100% doesn't mean negative 50 for you you can't also put yourself in a situation where even as kind as your partner is being for you to you for you they do everything for you um, if you're mo- emotionally gassed out, you got to communicate that and be like, babe, you know, it's not you. I just don't feel like being sexually intimate tonight because, you know, I've just had a lot of emotions and I, and I can't connect with you on that way. And I'm sorry. I know it's not your fault. I don't mean to, you know, take it out on you, but I need to make sure I'm okay too. I need to make sure I'm good. And if I'm good, then we're good. And we, we got to do this together. But you got to give me some slack. You got to be understanding and vice versa. I'm going to make your life easier. You make mine easier. And that's that's that, right? All of these things are possible. And I think the emphasis that people put on this day is unheard of. Um, do I love it? Do I love looking around and seeing people in love? Yes, absolutely. Do I remember how it feels to be in love? Absolutely. Am I currently in love? Wouldn't you like to know? But regardless, I genuinely appreciate the holiday and the anti-Valentine. There's so much beauty in it and there's so much negativity as well. And as long as you can take the good and the bad and understand that it just needs balance, that's it. 
You don't, you have your limits. I'm not somebody that's going to sit here and tell you right from wrong, right? Nobody can. You know what's right to you. You know what's wrong to you. And and making sure your partner's on the same page, it's all consistency of open-ended questions, making sure that there's like affirmations of how much they mean to you along the way, articulating your words to the point where, you know, and a lot of people are like, I can't. Can you just write it for me? Can you do the... Yeah, I'll absolutely do that for you, but I'm not in the relationship and I'm pretty sure you can come up with some really good words if you really put some thought into it. Instead of brain farting and going, ah, I just don't want to deal with it, fuck it, whatever. I'm just not even going to say anything. No, that's the fastest way to divorce or break up with someone is to continue to brush your feelings under the rug. Um, because what's going to happen then is you're going to start uh, acting with resentment. You're going to out of nowhere start snapping about things that don't even make sense. And then they're going to look at you like, what is your problem? How long have you felt this way? What in the actual F is going on here? You know, and instead of avoiding all that, why don't we just learn to communicate everything one step at a time? And it's sometimes it's not always with words. You could email, you can text, you could write a love letter, you can show through your art. There's so many forms of communication. So if you come at me and go, well, I can't, I just can't do it. I, I can't do it, Chris guys and girls. I don't care. (laughs) I can't do it. I just can't come up with the words. Okay, cool. I'm still going to tell you to come up with a different, different solution to communicate what you're saying. Do it through your art, whether that's singing, writing, working out. I don't know. You can spell out something on the beach while you guys are running or do something. (laughs) You can communicate. I mean, if not, what are you doing in a partnership? You could be out here by yourself. There's nothing wrong with that either. But don't drag someone else along with you because you don't want to communicate. You you see where I'm going with this? And that's that to the cubbies in relationships. (laughs) And I'm going to give, as usual, I'm going to give a little bit of Chris. So back in high school, my first relationship, um, I was with a woman. And I remember it was Valentine's Day. And I was so excited. I was getting out of school. And one of my buddies came up to me and was like, hey, who's your Valentine this year again? And I told him and he's like, um, I think there's something you need to know. I was like, uh oh. And I was like, what, 17? Yeah, I was just, yeah, I was 17 at the time. I know. I know. I started, I started pretty late, but what it's, it's okay. There's no such thing. Right. Um, (laughs) so I was 17 and, um, yeah, I found out that she actually hooked up with one of my friends while her and I were on a break. And I know this is uh, such a friends episode. We were on a break. And then there's like, like people that agree with that. And then people that don't. Well, unfortunately, because I thought that she was my world, I didn't really agree with it because I didn't have the heart and I had many opportunities, but I didn't have the heart to do that to her. And it kind of dumbfounded me. I was godsmacked that she was able to do that. So what I did was at the early age of 17, (laughs) I um, approached her and I said, Hey, listen, this is what I heard. And she started crying. She apologized. And uh, I, I didn't really know what to do with that, but I remember being really sad. And I remember going home and going, I hate Valentine's day. I hate this day. This day's stupid. I don't want to ever feel this way again. And I did not have a Valentine. Um, even when we were together, cause I, obviously we all have heard my stories before. If you haven't go ahead and check out all of season one, it's everywhere. Um, of this, of this podcast. And, um, you know, and I just was so anti and I, I became the anti-Valentine, which is weird because I was totally like Cupid Hitch and in high school. But for myself, I became the anti-Valentine. And what I think that means is like that negative spirit that kind of just 
like takes the good that you have in your life and just completely twists and manipulates it into you feeling like it's not enough or you're not enough. And I, I became her. And for the next few years after that, every time it was Valentine's Day, I know it sounds dramatic, but hashtag Leo, I couldn't help but remember what was happening. And I was having a really hard time because I wasn't emotionally as mature to re- recognize that, hey, it's, it's not, it has nothing to do with the day. It has nothing to do with Valentine's Day. Don't take it out on Val. It was it was something that happened. You just so happened to find out on Valentine's Day. It don't correlate the day of love with all of this negativity that you put. And then that day comes and you're just sitting there sulking and you're like, oh no, I hate Valentine's. I I hate this day. Like, I I it just it's it's too much pressure and I have all this trauma. Instead, tell yourself, you know what? I'm going to make this day so much better. I'm going to go take myself out to dinner. I'm going to go watch my favorite movie. I'm going to read a book. I'm going to, whatever that consists of, I'm going to hang out with family, friends, whatever that makes you happy. You spoil yourself every single time it comes around and tell yourself you are worthy of love. You are worthy of receiving. You are worthy of being love because that's what we are. On that note, you guys, I love you. Um, Thank you all for all of the support all around the world. Thank you so much for supporting me and getting me through these times. And I, I wish I can give you guys everything. The only thing I could do is give you my genuine, authentic self. And through your support and love, I've been making it. And it's been a little bit over a year. And we're doing it, guys. We are doing it. To the stars, my cubbies. Until next time. Mwah.